From hook and bullet to policy and science, we're here to discuss and dissect all matters of importance to Montana's rugged landscape and the people and wildlife that call it home. This is Montana Untamed. In early September, news broke of a plan to redevelop Holland Lake Lodge. The proposal seeks to remove 10 aging structures and add 32 new buildings, including a new 28-room lodge, a new restaurant, and 26 new cabins near the lake. Originally built in 1924 and last updated in 1947, Holland Lake Lodge Incorporated owns the buildings but leases about 15 acres of land from the U.S. Forest Service to operate under a special permit. The proposal has drawn the ire of many and led to countless letters to the editor and online campaigns against it. With me today is Dave Erickson of the Missoulian newspaper to make sense of what the future may hold for the north side of Lake Holland. Dave, let's start uh, with a brief history of Holland Lake Lodge. And can you place it on a map for listeners? Yeah, so Holland Lake Lodge is located uh, about 90 minutes northeast of Missoula in the Swan Valley, uh, a little ways north of Sealy Lake, um, kind of right on the western edge of the Bob Marshall Wilderness. And uh, the lodge, the first lodge was built in 1924, and then they had a huge fire in 1946, and so the current structure was built in 1946. Uh, there's uh, the current structures and they've um, updated a little bit um, along the way since 1946, but um, it hasn't been really updated since then. So it's pretty rustic in nature right now. And this is like a privately owned lodge, right? That people can make reservations and stay at. It's not like a forest service cabin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's got a, he's got a permit to operate on a, uh, the owner Christian Wolfile has a, uh, permit to operate on about 11 acres of public forest service land on the edge of Holland Lake. So, uh, yeah, but it's a private, he owns the buildings. It's a private business and, um, yeah, people go there, can stay in the cabins, um, rent some watercraft, do activities up there. And he's, uh, you know, he's been holding weddings and events there for, since he's owned it for about 20 years. Okay. Um, so what's going on at Holland Lake Lodge today? Why are we, why are we talking about it? Yeah. So the owner, Christian Wolfile has, um, has applied for a pretty major expansion project and he's partnered with a company called powder based out of park city, Utah. They're one of the largest, uh, ski resort owners and operators in North America. They own about 11 ski resorts across the country. And he's partnered with them on financing this expansion, and he he wants to demolish uh, ten buildings and build a large new lodge building and a new restaurant and add some brand new guest cabins along the edge of the lake. Not quite on the edge of the lake, but set back a little ways. And he would like to uh, operate year round, uh, which he doesn't currently. They currently close. Uh, sometime in October every year for the winter and lock everything up. So they'd like to operate year round. And he says this is necessary to, uh, you know, um, keep, keep 
serving customers well into the future. And uh, he has applied for a special permit to do so uh, through the Flathead National Forest. Okay, so, you know, why has the, this owner of a, you know, this seemingly small lodge in Montana partnered, you know, with one of the largest ski resort companies in North America? Well, he said he had been looking for a partner to, that would help him expand the lodge without um, ruining its character. So obviously these, this company is bringing in the money to, uh, to pay the upfront costs for this expansion Right. He hasn't said how much it would cost, but this it's obvious that this company is providing the capital to do this expansion and not sure what the terms of their business deal are, but obviously it's something he couldn't finance himself. So are they planning to build a ski resort? Yeah, so they said they have no plans to build a ski resort. And I've talked to representatives from the company and they said, you know, they do operate some you know, they have they have ski resorts, but they do operate some kind of um, summer camps and mountain cat mountain camps in, uh, in eastern United States. So they said this project kind of fits in with some of the things they've already done. But, yeah, they're they're looking to partner on just kind of a rustic um, kind of wilderness gateway resort project. Um, so, that yeah, they have no plans for any type of skiing, no heli skiing, no lifts, no no chairlifts. Uh, they don't have, they, they said they don't, even after the expansion, they don't have any kind of plans for that. So, you know, that might be a rumor flying around, but no, they're, they're there to help him build this new lodge and restaurant and the cabins. So it sounds to me like, um, there's this existing footprint there that has X amount of buildings and they want to in, they, they want to increase the amount of buildings that are there, um, increase capacity, update it. Um, they're not going to build a ski resort. Uh, so why has there been so much of a robust, uh, public response to this project? Yeah. So there has been uh yeah, huge response. The forest service has received over 6,000 comments, um, on this project. And if you go through them and try to find any that are in support of the project, it's pretty tough. There, there are a few, but, uh, the overwhelming majority are opposed to the project, um, people are really concerned about the impacts to wildlife, impacts to the environment, um, increased tourism and traffic in the area, and people are really concerned about the loss of the uh, rustic nature of the of the lodge as it currently exists, and um, people are worried about you know just ruining the quiet solitude of Holland Lake, which really is a you know a pretty quiet pretty quiet lake uh, for the most part. Uh, it does get a lot of tourist traffic, but I think a lot of people are just kind of worried about um, kind of industrial strength tourism happening at at that spot and the impacts it'll have, you know, right at the edge of the wilderness there and in grizzly bear habitat and um, just the effects on the rural rural community in there in Swan Valley, Condon, Holland Lake, Sealy Lake area is, you know, pretty rural and hasn't changed a lot over the last few decades. So, um, yeah, people are just really worried about, um, an out of state company coming in and, uh, you know, doing such a drastic expansion, even though the, um, owner and the company say it's not that drastic and that it fits in with the rustic nature of the lodge as it currently exists. And so 
what has this process for I would imagine since it's involving public land, there has to be some sort of um, public comment process. What's what's this process like? Where are you actually hearing these concerns? You know, I know the Missoulian has published a lot of letters to the editor um, mm. and, a, and columns from community members. Um, but, you know, f- f- deriving from your reporting, where are you hearing from these people? Is it at meetings or is it, you know, um, phone calls, emails? Yeah, so um, because he's on public land, the uh, Flathead National Forest has to conduct a, an assessment and a review of the project. So under the National Environmental Policy Act, they have um, three different ch- choices uh, that they can do as far as the environmental review. So that would be either a categorical, categorical exclusion or an environmental assessment or an environmental impact statement. And all those are uh, varying degrees of intensity and scrutiny of the project. But the Flathead National Forest has to determine what kind of environmental review is conducted of the project. And so they have to do a um, they have to do a public process before they do that, before they, you know, review the application and decide whether or not to approve the application. So the Forest Service has a website set up to take public comments and all those uh, Public comments are viewable online on the uh, National Forest website for the project. And, of course, there's also been uh, a lot of letters to the editor, and uh, there's a Facebook page called Save Holland um, that's uh, pretty active. And But, uh, yeah, the majority of the comments I'm talking about are the ones we've seen on that that have, have been submitted to the Forest Service about that project. And has there been any face-to-face public meetings regarding the project yet? Yeah, there's been a few. There was um, one in September that I know of, and then there was just one yesterday, which would have been October 4th. There was two actually yesterday. There was a noon brown bag lunch with um, representatives from Powder and the owner of Holland Lake Lodge and Kurt Steele, the uh, Flathead National Forest Supervisor. And then they held a, an evening meeting and... Um, yeah, so people have been allowed to show up at public meetings, and uh, my colleague uh, Josh Murdoch was at, at both of those meetings yesterday. Um, and do we have any sense of what the, you know, I, I know you said a lot of the public comment has been against the proposal, um, but you did mention that there has been some in favor. Do we Do we have any idea what the argument in favor is? I mean, obviously we understand the argument from the business owner and, you know, this investment coming from another company, like obviously they have a business stake in it, but what are people supporters saying who don't have a business stake in it? Well, I spent about 45 minutes going through the comments and I, you know, I found two comments that were in favor of the expansion. One was from the owner's mom and then the other was from a real estate agent in Missoula who just said that she thought the improvements would, you know, improve the, uh, customer experience at Holland Lake and fit in with the rustic nature of the lodges that currently exist. So yeah, like I said, the vast majority have been opposed and I found right. two, I found a total of two, um, in support and one was from the owner's mom. Okay. You know, and I think I saw a headline, um, from, from the Missoulian did, did Tester weigh in on the, on the matter? Yeah, yep. Yep. Senator Tester has, uh, um, Senator, Senator John Tester. Right. Yep. 
So, yeah, he sent a letter to Kurt Steele, the Flathead National Forest Supervisor, urging him to um, thoroughly review the application and to uh, extend the public comment deadline and to make sure he takes all public comments into consideration. I think um, Tester's criticism and a lot of people's criticism was that the um, review process was too short. Um, so the, the Flathead National Forest has already had to extend their public comment deadline once and they may very well do it again. But uh, yeah, Tester um, weighed in. He didn't give his opinion on whether the project should be approved or not, but he wanted to make sure that all public comments were submitted and uh, carefully reviewed by the Flathead National Forest. And so where are we at? Where, what comes next in this process? Yeah, so there's still, you know, the Flathead National Forest is still taking public comments. I think October 7th is the deadline to submit public comments, and then they'll review all those. The 6,000 might be 7,000 by the time the deadline passes, and they'll review all those comments, and then they have to decide which type of environmental review they're going to conduct, which of those three options they're going to conduct, and then they will... Um, conduct that assessment and then decide whether or not to to uh, approve the application. Um, so, you know, this is their public scoping, you know, process that they're going through right now, but they may very well extend the comment deadline again. Do we have any sense of what the, you know, the current owner of the lodge um, plans to do if this application is denied? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think he's, um, I don't think he's gone down that road um, as far as what he plans to do. He, at one point, you know, he said he, he said in the past he was looking to maybe sell the lodge, um, but then he decided, um, and he got close to selling it a couple times a few years ago. But um, he said he, he found the right partner in powder to change his mind to remain his owner and um, expand it and, you know, move to year-round operations. So, yeah, he hasn't gone down that road in any public statement as to what he would do if the permit is denied. Well, thanks, Dave. Do you have any, any final thoughts about um, this proposal or Holland Lake in general? You know, uh, no, it's a pretty hot-button issue here in western Montana. Uh, yeah, I talked to a, a environmental law professor at the University of Montana who said that the National Environmental Policy Act, which is the statute that's guiding the National Forest's review of this project, is a, a, a fairly toothless um, statute, which means that, you know, it's it's basically there just to ensure that, you know, public comment is received, but it doesn't, it doesn't prevent the uh, Flathead National Forest or the owner of the lodge from um, undergoing or anybody who's undergoing a project under that statute to uh, it doesn't really prevent them from moving forward on projects that harm the environment or have impacts on wildlife. What it does is really just ensure that there's been public comment on, on these projects. So if anybody's thinking that the national environmental policy act is going to, is going to stop a project anywhere from moving forward based on the fact that it might harm the environment, they, they would be mistaken in her opinion. But uh, yeah, it's it's generated a lot of. Uh, I've never seen a uh, an expansion project generate this much um, 
public interest uh, in Western Montana in a long time. So, well, and and you cover a lot of business and development and growth um, for the Missoulian over mm -hmm. there in Western Montana, um, and you know, I, I don't necessarily want to get your personal opinion here, but I guess as you're reporting on these issues, um, it kind of seems like any new growth and any new change kind of meets opposition. Is that correct? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't want to use the term NIMBY, but like, mm -hmm. is there, there, there's a pretty strong kind of not in my backyard mentality. Uh, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of tension, you know, Western Montana has seen a lot of growth and development over the past two decades. And uh, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of people with a lot of money and there's a lot of tension over development projects. You know, anytime a big public project is announced, that I've seen in Western Montana over the last two decades, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's usually opposition to it. And, uh, yeah, there's just, uh, there's a lot of tension over development and the way that Montana is rapidly changing and, you know, uh, pristine wilderness areas are slowly getting encroached upon. And, uh, I think there's just a lot of interest anytime somebody's announcing a development project, you know, either in the city limits of Missoula or, you know, in the, in the rural areas in Western Montana. So always, always public scrutiny. Right. Yeah. I think no matter how you look at it, um, Montana is definitely in, in kind of a transitory state right now, both economically growth development. Um, well, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you coming on Dave and, and giving us the down low on what's happening up in Holland Lake Lodge. And, um, I'm sure you guys over at the Missoulian are going to keep reporting on the process as it goes forward. We definitely will. We'll, we'll have more stories up online at Missoulian.com, and I appreciate you having me on, Tom. Montana Untamed is a podcast from the newsrooms of Lee Enterprises' Montana newspapers. Visit any of our websites or subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.